In this presentation, we will be discussing the Earned Income Credit, often abbreviated as the EIC Credit. We'll be discussing what the Earned Income Credit is and an overview of it. We'll be referring to Publication 596-2018. So first of all, what is the Earned Income Credit, EIC Credit? To the text, the Earned Income Credit, EIC, is a tax credit for certain people who work and have earned income under 54,884. Obviously, that's a very specific number, but that's one of the complications with the earned income credit is to determine what that number is and to determine the credit is a little bit complex to go through. So we'll go through those processes in future presentations. Back to the text. A tax credit usually means more money in your pocket. It reduces the amount of tax you owe. The EIC or earned income credit may also give you a refund. So what it's saying here is it's going to give you a refund and that term's a little misleading when we talk about the earned income credit because really a refund would indicate that we paid taxes and we're getting money back from the taxes that we paid meaning we in, in essence are paying less taxes than we actually paid in because we're going to get a refund of some of the taxes that we paid however that may not be the case with the earned income credit in other words we may get a refund or money back even though we haven't paid any taxes. And this is really important to know because if you are in a situation where you didn't pay any taxes, you know you didn't pay any taxes, you might say, well, I don't need to file a return, which would be a logical thing. Maybe you don't need to file a return, or in other words, it's not required by law to file a return. However, it might be beneficial to file a return because you might get a refund, which is really more like a payment, even though you haven't paid anything to the government from so something like an earned income credit or the child tax credit therefore it might be worth your while then to process the tax tax return look into whether or not you qualify for the earned income credit because we're not really talking about a refund here in some cases it may be partially a refund of money that has been paid so if you have any w-2 income or anything like that they've probably withheld money and you could get that refunded however it also could be more than that so you might be saying, hmm, I only paid a little bit out of my W-2 earnings. I didn't make that much money. It's not worth me paying for the taxes because the, the amount of the refund is going to be very small. And therefore, it's not worth filing taxes if I don't have any tax liability and am not required to do so. However, it could be worth it given the case that we have the earned income credit and possibly the child tax credit. So it might be worth looking into those because you're not just going to get the money back that was taken out of your W-2 check possibly it's possible to get a refund that's going to be greater than that amount. And that's what we want to basically consider and think about through here. It's a little bit complex, this earned income credit too. So uh, in order to figure that out, we got to go through some tables and see what that earned income credit would be in particular types of situations. So can we claim the earned income credit? To claim the earned income credit, you must meet certain rules. These rules are summarized in Table 1. We'll talk about those rules in a future presentation, but first we just want to give an example to give an idea of what we're talking about with the earned income credit. This is our, going to be our test tax return, our test 1040. We have a, sim a simple single individual here. We're going to say that they're head of household filing status rather than single head of household. One of the requirements generally being that we have a dependent. So we have this one dependent and that dependent is also qualified for a child tax credit. So we have a child here on the return, single individual, in other words, not married, filing as head of household. 
In that case, we're going to say, all right, what if there's a condition where there wasn't much money earned? Only we're going to say uh, 18,000 on the year. 18,000 was earned, W-2 wages. We're going to say that the total then is 18,000 for the adjusted gross income, no adjustments to it. And note that the standard deduction in 2018 for head of household is 18,000. So that means there's no tax liability, nothing would be owed. And so, and it might be the case that this individual knew that going into it and told the employer, hey, don't take any money out of my W-2. I don't owe any taxes possibly. And therefore, no taxes were paid. And, and so there, there's, you might think, well, what's the point of filing the return if there's no taxes that were paid and therefore no refund that you'll get back other than if you have to file the return for reporting purposes, which you may not do. But even if it's the case where you may not have to file the return for reporting purposes, it might be worth doing if you have some of these credits that could take you beyond the liability. In other words, you might get a refund, in quotes, which is more like money. It's not really a refund because we didn't pay any money in. We might get money back above and beyond. And one of those things is the earned income credit that could do that. So here's the child tax credit that's basically that could be something that could do that. We'll talk about that in other presentations. That's not where we are focused here. But it's often something that will be there as well. Uh, another type of credit that could take us below and the, the liability being below, meaning we get money even though we haven't paid anything in. And here's the earned income credit. So we're calculating it here. We'll talk about the calculations for it, but you can see that it can be significant even if no money was paid in. So that we can have a significant amount of earned income credit even if no money was paid in. This is based on basically one of the factors here that is influencing it is the dependent and of course the income level we'll have to talk about those those characteristics the income level the number of of dependents the filing status gets a little bit complex to determine <laughs> the amount of the earned income credit but just note that it might be worth doing for many people even when they first think about it and say hmm maybe it's not worth filing the tax return in some cases it might be worth filing the tax return because of something like the earned income credit here's a Here's another scenario just to see how this might play out with two dependents. We'll see more scenarios later, but if we had two dependents, we can see that the earned income credit will typically be affected. No change to the income, still 18,000, no tax was paid at all. And we have an increase just based on this information in the tax return right now uh, to the 5,716. So it becomes significant. And again, it's gonna be multiple factors that are, are going to affect that. We're not gonna go into the actual factors at this point. We'll talk about that in future presentations, but just note at this point in time that it could be something significant and, and worth considering.